0: Come on, give God a shout of praise today. Give Him a hand clap. My goodness. Do me a favor. I want you to high-five somebody. Tell them you look good today. Online audience, we're so glad you're joining us as well. How many know? Come on, church. We are one church, two locations, so we're glad you're online with us. Make sure you comment right now. Pablo, Erica, Jeremiah, come on, Idaho or Iowa. I'm glad you're watching with us today. Make sure you like and share our content as well man we're so excited to be reaching the world church come on find a seat real quick stop liking each other all right stop liking each other and uh i'm so glad uh you're here today i'm gonna do a few quick things uh, but my name is pastor jeremy and along with my beautiful wife man we just have to honor and privilege to pastor this incredible church and so why don't you guys give it up for yourselves huh come on Oh, man, I'm so uh, grateful you're here today. If you're brand new with us today, feel free to fill out a Connect card. I won't hassle you. Uh, I won't stalk you. But, man, we would love to find out more about you. And that's why we also have Connect taking place as well in the uh, main uh, right after service today. We do have Connect uh, steps one and two. And you could join us for Connect. But if you're brand new with us today, can we just clap and welcome you? Man, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for checking us out. Whether this is your first week or your second week, we are glad you're in the house. Come on. And um, I want to say you make the house so much better. So we are glad you're here. Also, I got a favor. Next Saturday, uh, the Just One Project contacted us and said, you guys are killers. Um, you're just killing it at Spring Valley High School. Uh, we also need you at a different school. So they're, they're, they've requested to move us to Clark High School. Clark High School, uh, I believe it's on Charleston uh, near the 15. And so please, man, we would love your help on serving our community. What we do is um, it's social distant. We wear masks. We wear gloves. And what we do is we put food in the back seats of people's cars. And we feed over about 300 families on a Saturday morning. And so, man, I would love for you to join us. Come on, we got to make a difference. So, text serve to 702-727-8280. And if you love serving our city, wait till November. Wait till December. We got some great projects coming in that we're really gonna. How many want to make a dent in our city? I want to make a dent. I want to make an impact in our city. So, text serve to 702. 702- 727-8280, I'll be there as well. And man, we cannot wait to serve our city next week. Connects at, uh, today after the service today. But here, I wanna jump in. 1 Samuel chapter 13, get your Bibles out. And uh, this is a brand new collection of talks entitled Perhaps God, perhaps God. And it uh, founded 1 Samuel chapter 13. And uh, this is actually two full chapters. And so I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to do the best I can with the time that I got today because I'm going to honor and respect your time. But 1 Samuel chapter 13, I'm going to be starting out in verse 5. In verse 5, so get your Bibles out. How many know Get your notebooks out. How many still got your sitcom notebooks? You're like, don't let it end, all right? Last week was powerful with Kimberly Malloy talking about trauma, capital T, little t. Uh, it was so great. And my biggest takeaway was that trauma is caused by community, but it's healed by community. And so I wanna say thank you for being here in community. Thank you for being here today. Let me go in, all right? I'm gonna roll my sleeves up because I'm fired up about this collection of talks. Now the Philistines, they assembled to fight Israel. All right, it's kinda of like like androids and iPhone, kinda. You know, I saw uh, like a Samsung deal. I was like, that's a little bit better than an iPhone, but I repented. About 3,000 chariots, 6,000 charioteers. And I, I call them riders, right? And soldiers as numerous as the sands on the seashore. They went up and they camped at micmash Say, like micmash We'll just call it M, M&M, all right? At micmash east of Beth-Avon. I just want to know, as preachers, we read these and stuff, we just kind of gloss over it too, okay? And then it says this, When the Israelites saw that their situation was critical... And that the army was hard-pressed, they hid. They hid in caves, in thickets, amongst the rocks, and in pits, and cisterns. They, hid, they, they were afraid of the Philistines because they were so great and mighty that they hid in every nook and cranny they could find. They hid. Make sure we have it on the sides as well, production team. Some of the Hebrews even crossed the Jordan, to the land of Gad and Gilead. Saul remained at Gilgal. Say, Gilgal. And all the troops with him there were quaking with fear. Were quaking with fear. Now here's what's interesting. I understand being afraid because of what you can see, right? Like, I'm not going to win. Like, I don't see any hope at all. I understand that. But here's what's interesting. Not a blacksmith can be found in the whole land of Israel because the Philistines said, Otherwise, the Israelites or the Hebrews will make swords or spears. Did you know the Philistines took away all the blacksmiths? So that they could have the weapons and the Israelites would have no weapons? And it says this, so that all Israel went down to the Philistines to only have their plows, their mattocks, their axes and sickles sharpened. The Philistines said, you can't have any weapons, but we'll give you tools so you can get, to, get tired of working. So you get distracted with work. And I found this so interesting because it says, so on the day of battle, not one soldier with Saul and Jonathan, the Israelites, the good guys, had a sword or spear in his hand. Not one, but only Saul and his son, Jonathan, had a sword or spear. Can I tell you how strategic the enemy is? The enemy doesn't just, boom, capital T. Big trauma. The enemy will do little things and erode your faith over time. The enemy will come in and go just a little bit and a little bit of a time and slowly remove what the resources that you need to fight this thing called life. To fight this thing called a faith journey. But what's also interesting is remember those two different cities I said? All right, Gilgal is where the Israelites were. They were up on that mountain. There's the valley, and then there's Michmash. The bad guys were up on this mountain. What they were hoping to do was say, if they need weapons, they need to go down to the valley and try to fight on their way up. So both armies were at a standstill because whoever went down would lose the battle. He would lose the battle. Here's the outpost way out here, and this is actually south to McMash, and we'll get to that in just a second. And one day, Jonathan, son of Saul, said to his young armor-bearer, armor-bearer was just someone who carried the one sword he had, and carried his sword, Come, let us go to the Philistine outpost on the other side. But he didn't tell his father. Can I tell you, when it comes to fate, be careful who you tell. Be careful who you talk to. There's some people in your life, they're fate suckers. All right, they're, they're, they're more, they're, I'll, I'll keep going, all right. And Jonathan said to his young arbor bearer, come, let us go to the outpost of those uncircumcised men, perhaps the Lord. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or whether by few. Whether they're mighty or they're small but mighty. And I love this. And the armor bearer said, do all that you have in mind. His armor bearer said, go ahead. I am with you, heart and soul. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this collection of talks. Father, I thank you for what you're doing inside of me, inside of our church. I thank you for what you're doing in us. cannot stay in us, but it's going to come through us. The Holy Spirit, I pray, heal us today. Increase our faith today. Give us a revelation of who you are and how good you really are. Father, I pray that we begin to know God so we can find freedom, discover purpose, make an eternal difference. For your praise and your glory, in Jesus' name, everybody. said. Amen and amen. Come on, give God a shout real quick this morning. Now, I'm going to go quick. How many remember our word for the year? Dunatos right? Dunatos, right? And uh, I think one, one message I said, uh, dinatos, and that was really embarrassing. And somebody caught me out on that, right? But it's dunatos. That was our word for the year uh, in January. And uh, I love uh, dunatos because how many remember it was a sword and a shovel, right? A sword and a shovel. And I had the sword out and we were going, yes, and Nehemiah, they had a sword and a shovel. They were fighting and they were rebuilding. And can I say, man, it really set our church up for 2021. It really set us up for what God was doing in our church, going back to full-blown services or online community, all those different things. And can I just say that, yes, we are dunatos, but God's been really doing a work in my heart. we started the year strong, we're going to end the year strong. Okay? We start strong and we're going to end the year strong. But can I just tell you, when the Israelites saw that their situation was critical and the army was hard-pressed, they hid. They hid in caves and thickets amongst the rocks and in pits and cisterns. Can I just tell you, although they were outnumbered, they still had people around them. So they were not, it's not that they weren't safe, but they decided to get comfortable. They picked the shade instead of the sword. I dare say, even theologians said, yes, there's no blacksmiths because a blacksmith will either sharpen or create a weapon, but somewhere along the lines, they lost their weapon. Like, where's my sword? And some of the Hebrews, I want you to catch this, some Hebrews even crossed the Jordan. Like, they got so far away, they didn't hide, they left. They peaced out, took God and Gilead, and Saul remained at Gilgal, and the troops with him were quaking with fear. I just want to ask you, as your pastor, I want to challenge you, because God's been challenging me. I want to challenge you today, man, are we hiding, or are we fighting? And when I talk about fighting, doesn't mean, Yeah! I'm on Facebook. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not that's not the battle. The battle is against flesh and blood. Not not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and darkness. Man, I'm fighting for my city. I'm fighting for my church. I'm fighting for my children. Man, I'm fighting for my worship. I'm fighting for my prophetic voice. I'm fighting. I'm fighting for peace of mind. I'm fighting for signs and wonders and miracles. I'm fighting. But somewhere along the lines, we we, we started hiding. And can I just tell you, hiding is so much more than just like hiding. I really begin to realize hiding is maintaining. You can hide in plain sight, you can hide and everyone still sees you. Have you ever been in a room full of people, but you're still alone? You're hiding. You're hiding. Hiding is anything that isn't making a difference. Hiding is anything that isn't making a difference. That I want you to know that we often hide. And, and, and here, here's what we've even learned about trauma and sitcom. Can not tell you how healing sitcom was for me? From blended families to crock pots and blenders and, and Kimberly Malloy. And uh, comparison, stuck in comparison. Uh, I mean, it was healing for me. And how many know, I don't preach messages to you. I preach it to me. It was such healing for me. And I had to realize, we often hide when we're afraid, defeated, or we just don't know what to do. And I've been there. Read your word. It's not working. Pray. I don't know how. I don't feel like praying today. Get in a small group. I don't know if I can. I'm afraid. I'm defeated. I don't know what to do. I want to encourage you today. John 10.10. We all say this. I feel like I say this verse every single week. But this this has to be the 2020-2021 verse. All right, for our nation, for our, our, this is the global verse. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy, but I have come. This is Jesus. I have come so they may have life and have it abundantly. Amen? But can I say, hiding isn't living? And some of us were just maintaining. And we hide in strategic ways. We're good at hiding. Can I just say that? We're really good at hiding. We hide in our vacations. We hide in our careers, man. We hide on social media. We're really good at hiding, but hiding isn't the abundant life that I keep reading about in my Word. It's not the abundant life that Jesus. Jesus didn't say, "I died on the cross so you can be comfortable." He said, "I died on the cross so you can stop hiding." Because faith. Just cannot hide. Faith just cannot hide. I love James chapter two. What good is it, my brothers? Remember, this is James, all right—the half brother of Jesus. He's a little bit more tougher, all right. And James says, "What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but not works?" Right? It's like, what's that? What's that quote? Right? Like, like, like your mouth's trying to write checks your body can't cash. Yeah. I just helped somebody out. Is that Top Gun or something like that? Okay. In Hezekiah chapter 6. Right? Amen? So that faith save him. So that by faith itself, if it does not have works, is dead. I believe hiding faith is dead faith. And this is where I've been really challenged because Hebrews chapter 11. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. I really believe when Saul hid, God said, I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased. And the reason why, God didn't look at Saul and go, what's wrong with you? Right, when we hide, God doesn't go, what's your deal? What's wrong? I'm going to fight somebody else. I believe God says, man, if you only knew. Man, if you only knew what I have planned for you. For whoever would draw near to God must believe. And this is where we get really stuck up, right? Well, I, I, I don't know if I believe. I don't know if this and that. Because it's all the little tease in our life that has led up to this moment. Don't you dare draw near to God because God knows exactly where you've been. God knows who you are. And can I tell you, God does know who you are. God loves you just as you are. Because God has a plan for your life. You can clap right there. It was a good clapping point. All right, come on, church. Man, I'm deaf. I can't hear nobody. Make me feel healed for 30 minutes. Amen? And that he exists. And if your first time is about as good as it gets, I am so sorry. And that he rewards those who seek him. Now, faith is the confidence in what we hope for. Faith is the confidence in what we hope for. The assurance about what? We do not see. Can I just challenge you today? I could see your faith but what you've been hoping for. Yeah. I could see your faith but what you hope for. And I really want to get into somebody's mess today, all right? I want to get into your, uh, uh, into your stuff today because I don't hope. I have hope. Yeah. Somebody was like, that's not good Grandma. I didn't do well in school, all right? But I don't hope, I have hope. It's not, uh, uh, man, I, I really hope God uses me, right? For me, it's, I have full hope that God will use me, right? Man, I, I, I really hope I just make it through this year. And I'm saying, I have full hope that God's going to do miracles this year. I'm not going to just get through it. I'm not just going to survive, but I believe I'm going to thrive. I believe God's going to do miracles in our church. I believe God's going to do miracles in my family. I believe God's going to heal me and set me free. If these urinates come off in the service, we're done, all right? I'm running. Worst team's got to come up here. I'm going to do Jericho March and pass out. He's got to take me to the ER, give me an IV because I'm overweight, all right? Because I am healed because I have full hope. I have full hope. But here's the thing. We need faith to move from hiding to fighting. I am, And here's the thing. I'm hiding. Hiding in plain sight. What do I do? You got to move. Man, you got to move. You got to move. You got to move. You got to move. And here's the thing. For me personally, because there's some trauma in my life growing up in church, some trauma in my life, of've seen people just used and abused and all those different things. For me, I thought I was fighting, but really I was hiding. And for me, I had to realize... Man, this is an old muscle. I need to exercise again. For maybe somebody in this room, this was pre-pandemic. And we just kind of went over here. And I get it. Afraid, defeated. I, I just don't know what to do. No one's ever been through this before. But now I'm challenging you. We got to go back to this. This ain't, this ain't like like hear me out. This ain't like I got Facebook. No, this is this is in your spirit, man. Can you imagine what would happen if we change, man, our just our spirits and open up our lives to Jesus Christ? We could change our city. And here's what I love. Jonathan said to his young arbor bear, "Come, let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men." That's like like back then. I mean, I mean, this was like a big name calling, like them those. Those guys, you know. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Perhaps God will give me the victory. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saying, whether by many, or whether by few. Now, here's what I love about Perhaps God. In the ESV version, this is the NIV version, all right? Like, we went, we went really hipster today, okay? Like, like we went, like, 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 cool, you know? Now we're going to go to the ESV translation. Here's what the ESV says. Instead of perhaps, it says maybe. And I love that. He says, perhaps God. But the ESV version said, it may be that the Lord will work for us. You You understand? Jonathan's armor bearer saying, basically, if I was the armor bearer, I'd be like, "Okay, Jonathan, hold up. Like, we only have one sword. You know, like, 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 you know, how's this going to work? Now we're going to climb up. We're going to go down to the valley, and then we're going to climb up into where the bad guys are, the Philistines are, and and maybe, maybe God will move on our behalf. But if He doesn't, we're dead. Like, we die." Like for us, in our faith, our level of faith, like our maybe might be like, oh, you'll get embarrassed. Right, or like, like, sorry guys, I missed it. Like God didn't give me a Tesla this week, you know. Like what's, what's the level of our faith? Jonathan said, maybe the Lord will work for us. Can I tell you, I like maybe faith. I like maybe faith. I like maybe faith, because it's better than no faith. Or it's better than talk yourself out of it, faith. I like that. I like maybe faith. Because the Bible says God's given to each one of us a measurement of faith. So no one in this room can really say, I have no faith. You know, Pastor Lindsay and I, um, we do what's called retail therapy. Have you heard that? Retail therapy. And uh, a lot of times we, we go out to a store. And um, I, you know, we we look at clothes, things like that, and um, I enjoy retail therapy. It's not bad. I like it. It's okay. And um, but what I love about my wife is normally sometimes the. Um, The stereotype is I have to like talk her out of stuff. Like, babe, you're buying way too much stuff. You know, like, this is crazy. Not with Pastor Lindsay. With Pastor Lindsay, she'll grab a few items and she'll hold on to it. And she'll walk around the entire store and maybe once or twice. And then she'll have the item. She'll go, oh, I hear you I don't say nothing because I know my wife, 13 years. She'll go all the way to the checkout line where it is. And she'll have the shirt and then she'll go, no, I don't need it. And I'm the one talking her into it. Babe, it looks good, girl. Buy it. Buy the shirt. I promise you I got $12. You know, like, I promise you we can afford it, you know. And because girl clothes are super cheap and guys' clothes are super expensive, you know. And it's like, and she's like, no, 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 I don't need it. I feel like the father is saying, I got big stuff in store for your life. But we're talking ourselves out of it. We're talking ourselves out of it. We're saying, you know, I, I, you know, I... I, I, don't, I don't think so. We talk ourselves out of God won't do that. For many of us, we're trying to measure ourselves. And say, I haven't been holy for a long time. I haven't been holy this week. Why would God answer my prayers? I want to ask, I'm going to challenge you today. Perhaps God isn't hoping for the best. Perhaps God is believing what God promised. So I want to challenge you today. God blesses what's already promised. God blesses what's already promised. God blesses what's already promised. When Jonathan told his armor bearer, and I want you to catch this, this will be a teaching moment. When Jonathan went to his armor bearer and said, Come, let's go to the outpost. Perhaps God will give us the victory. Perhaps God will use us to defeat the 6,000 chariots and charioteers. Perhaps God will use us. I want you to know, Jonathan wasn't going, ah, that's a good thing, let's do it. Jonathan was basing his perhaps moment on a promise. Because in uh, a few chapters earlier, 1 Samuel chapter 9, it says, now the day before Saul came, this is before Saul was anointed king, The Lord revealed to Samuel the prophet, Tomorrow, about this time, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, Saul and Jonathan. From Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be prince over my people Israel. Prince meant king. You're going to be king over Israel. And he will save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have seen my people because their cries came Jonathan just wasn't saying, this is what I want. Jonathan was saying, perhaps God will use me to fulfill his promises. Perhaps God will use me to fulfill his promises. But I think sometimes we want too much certainty that we hide. That we hide. I don't know about you. If I was Jonathan, I'd be like, okay, we need to... Let's see how the wind's blowing today. Will they smell me walking up that hill? Okay, let's, let's see how many swords uh, we can get. You know, I'm, I'm such a rallier. I'd be like, hey, hey, armor bearer, let's go back to camp and let's recruit some people. All right? Let's say like, like, like yeah, Saul, he's a wuss. Let's fight some people. Instead, Jonathan said, you know what? I got a promise. I got a promise. And I want you to realize this today. The Bible is full of promises that are actually divine permissions, not suggestions. I'm going to say that again. I want to hear a louder crowd, all right? The Bible is full of promises that are actually divine permissions, not suggestions. God is not suggesting you do things. God is saying, I'm giving you permission to do things supernatural things James chapter 5 verse 18 therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed it doesn't say might it might say it could work it says you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person has great power and it is working it is working I love this perhaps God wants us to heal the sick perhaps God wants to use us to just walk by somebody and say be healed and God touches their body. Perhaps. Perhaps. I love this. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Perhaps God will build Avenue Church. And perhaps the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Can I just prophesy that when you're in this house, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you because Jesus is building his house? And he's building you. Perhaps God. Perhaps God. You can be hearing this for a couple weeks. Because I want to challenge your faith. Because God's challenging my faith. You know, I've been saying lately, perhaps, perhaps there has to be more to life than this. Perhaps. Perhaps there has to be more than life than coming here, setting up, doing a message, tearing down, and going home. Can I be real? Perhaps there's got to be more than just going to work on Monday, clocking out at 5 o'clock, or some of you clocking in at 5 p.m. and working all night long. There's got to be more. Perhaps God will do something supernatural with our church. Perhaps God Allow us to reach not just a community, but our city. Perhaps God will use us to, to influence our mayor, influence our governor, influence those that have uh, access to our city. Perhaps God, I love this, go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Perhaps God wants us to reach this world. Perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps. See, I don't hope he does. I have hope that he will. I have hope that he will. And we're doing it now. But what else can we do? And I love this. Deuteronomy chapter 20. And this is for somebody today. Deuteronomy chapter 20, 3 and 4. It says, here, O Israel, today you're drawing near for battle against your enemies. Let not your heart be faint." Let not your heart be faint. Do not fear or panic or be in dread of them. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you and fights for you against your enemies to give you the victory. I would just see this right here on the screen. Don't fear. Don't be afraid. Don't don't have panic or dread. For your Lord God, he goes with you and he's going to fight for you. God's with us. But not only is he with us, here's what I love about God. He's not just right here watching me fight. Going, I would have done it better. Like God's not a Monday morning quarterback. Like I am with Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears on Monday. Like bro, God is fighting with you. Perhaps God wants to fight for us. And perhaps God is with us. And here's my challenge today before I call our team up. Perhaps God is waiting for us to move the same way we're waiting on God to move. Perhaps God is waiting for you to say perhaps. Perhaps God is saying, Oh man, just fall oh, just just say maybe. Just just let's just let's 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 go a little bit. Let's see what I can do in you and through you. Perhaps, perhaps he's waiting for us to move. And you know, I have uh, on your seats, everyone else has one of these cards of our series on, our, on, on your seat. But on the back side, and this is where I want to challenge you today. Because you, you probably, I promise you, everybody in this room, you probably have this right here. Like you've got a prayer. You've got a dream. I mean, you've got a promise. Maybe somebody prophesied over you and it was a good prophecy. Because if it was a bad prophecy, you say, "By Felicia, I don't receive that prophecy." But maybe you have a dream or a prayer, one that you say, "Don't bring it up," because it hurts. One that you feel disappointed. One that maybe people laughed at when you shared it. They said, "Ha! What you?" I can't tell you. I have some. Perhaps God will. Fill in the blanks from my life, my marriage, my kids, this church. Perhaps God will allow us to be a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Perhaps God will allow us to impact this city. And when we go there for we're going out to the nations. But because this is sin city, the nations are coming here. And when they come here to sin, they're going to have an impact of the glory and presence of the Holy Spirit. Perhaps God. Perhaps God will use you. Perhaps God, I want you in just a moment to write down your perhaps God and say, I am so sick and tired of waiting on God. I believe God's going to have me to move. Because here's what I love. Jonathan said, come on. Come. Let's go. We're going to go up there. And here's what I love. Then we'll cross over towards them and we'll let them see us. If they say to us, wait there until we come to you. I love this. Jonathan's getting some confirmation. He says, perhaps God. But then if they say to us, wait there and we'll come to you, we'll stay where we are and not go up to them. But if they say, come up to us, we'll climb up. Because then that will be our sign. That will be our sign that the Lord has given them, uh, us, into their hands. So both of them showed themselves to the Philistines. And here's what I love. There's no surprise attack. Just two dudes going, hey! Perhaps. Perhaps God. Perhaps my God is bigger than my problem. Perhaps my God is bigger than them. And I love this. So both of them showed themselves to the Philistines. And the Philistines said, come up here, and we're going to teach you a lesson. Come up here, we're going to teach you a lesson. And so Jonathan said to his armor bearer, climb up after me. The Lord has given them into the land of Israel. Come on, his perhaps went to, I got confirmation, baby. His perhaps went to this is it. Jonathan climbed up using his hands and his feet. He had no weapon, and his armor bearer right behind him. The Philistines fell before Jonathan, and his armor bearer followed and killed behind him. How many know that's a good armor bearer? But Jonathan hit the first line of attack, and then his armor bearer killed them. And I want you to see this. Then panic struck the whole. Philistine army. You know what's so interesting is when we panic, we hide. But when we come out and we say, perhaps God, the enemy panics. Those in the camp and field, those in the outpost and raiding parties, and the ground shook. And the ground shook. The same earthquake that you see in Acts when Peter, uh, Paul, and Silas are in the prison. It was a panic sent by God. Saul's lookouts saw the army melting away. Then Saul and all his men assembled and went to battle. They found the Philistines in total confusion, striking each other with their swords. Some of you, you said, I don't got a weapon. God says, I got it taken care of. I'm gonna have them get confused and have them kill each other because that's what my God does. And here's what I love: they came out, and look, when all the Israelites who had hidden in the hill country, they heard the Philistines were on the run, they joined in battle in hot pursuit. Can I tell you? When you take that risk and say, perhaps God, and you write it down. I want your kids to see it. I want your friends to see it. And here's what's interesting. When God begins to do the supernatural, they're gonna come out of hiding. Their faith is going to increase. It's called revival. It's called the supernatural. And they join in battle in hot pursuit. Here's what I love. So on that day, The Lord saved Israel. Not Jonathan, his armor-bearer, the Lord. The Lord saved Israel, and the battle moved on. The battle moved on. Here's what I want to do. I just have a few more minutes, but I want you to write down in this car, perhaps God will. We're going to go into this worship song that I love, because I'm going to make room for you. Because For some of us, I want you to write down large prayers. Don't write down a safe prayer. Perhaps I'll, you know, you know, like, perhaps God will give me just enough money to make my car payment. how about like, perhaps God will help me pay off the entire car. Perhaps God will, will bring healing to my life. No, how about perhaps God will save my entire family and leave a legacy for my children and grandchildren. Perhaps God will give me vision again for my life. Perhaps God will do a miracle in my life. Now, hear me out. There's a lot more I want to say that we're going to say in this series together. Come back every single week so we can fill in the the gaps of this thing called theology, of this thing called faith. But today, we should to write down. Perhaps, perhaps God will let me dream again. Perhaps God. So go ahead, Abby and Azariah. I want you to sing a song. I want you to write down, Perhaps God. And then when you're ready, you can come out of your seat and you can put it on these racks. I want you to just clip it there. And we're going to be praying over your card every single week. You can make two copies, one for the rack, keep one home, and put it on your mirror. But I want you to write down, you have a pen and you have a postcard on your chair. I want every single person to write down, What's your Perhaps God? What is your prayer today? This
1: is my surrender Here is where I lay it down Every and every doubt Jesus. This is my
0: surrender Speak to us, Lord And you can worship in this front You can worship in your chair But Jesus, we want to make room Today,
2: your ways are higher, your ways are better
0: than my own, better than what I know. So much better. I want to encourage you to bring your car, clip it on there, and in this moment, I want us to worship. I want you to worship like God just answered that card. I want you to worship, now I really hope this is going to happen. I want you to worship like, oh, I, I got more than hope, I got faith. I believe it's going to happen. And I want to encourage you to get out of your comfort zone today. We are so good on time, man. But I want to encourage you to raise your hands, to lift your voice, to sh- shake up the ground of all my tradition, break down the walls. Of all my religions, but if you're here today now I want you I, I challenge you to write down a prayer on that card when you feel like God won't answer it when you feel like it's not gonna happen I want to pray for you so I challenge you write down on that card and put on that rack and I'm gonna fight for you I'm gonna pray that you come out of hiding only because someone believed in your prayer, in your dream, and what God's going to do in you. I want to say, perhaps God, He's going to do the miraculous in you. Perhaps God is going to use you for His praise and His glory. Perhaps, in somebody in this room, you lost a patriarch of the family. And I want to tell you, perhaps you're the patriarch of the family. Perhaps you're the glue that's going to hold people together and push them towards Jesus. Perhaps God will heal us. Perhaps God will heal my ears. Perhaps God will heal infertility. Perhaps God will heal Mary Lou who's in ICU. Perhaps God will take away COVID-19. Perhaps God will use us for his praise and his glory perhaps avenue will continue to be a life-giving church that all that are broken and detested all those that are rejected can come worship a savior who loves him we raise your hand come on shake up the ground in jesus name perhaps god in jesus
2: name The walls oh, come on, church. all my religion. No your way is better. Your no way is better. Shake up the world of all my tradition. Break down the walls of, of all, all my religion. Your no no way is better. Come on. No your way, no no way, no way is better. Shake up the world of all my traditions. Break down the walls of all my religion. You always better. You always better. Would you shake, shake up the ground of all my tradition? Break down the walls of all my religion. Your way is better.
0: I pray let this be the catalyst of our surrender Father I pray with the 80 days that we have left of this year do what only you can do do what only you can do do what only you can do Do do. Father we repent to do what only we can do. If you're here today and you say, you a know, Pastor, I don't have any hope. I don't have any faith because I don't have faith in God. But something's changed. Something's different today. I never have, have an eye closed. You're saying, "I'm, I'm ready to go on a spiritual journey. And I want to know God. I don't want to know church, I don't want to know religion, I want to know God. So pastor, will you help me pray a prayer? It's not a magical prayer, but it's going to be a prayer that's going to help you take a step towards him. If that's you today, every head bow, every eye closed, just for privacy, just for respect. Say, that's me. Just put a hand up and put it right back down. Yes. Anyone else? Yes. 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 Anyone else? Just up. Yes. Yes. Up, right back down. Anyone else? Yes, I see you over there. Yes. Anyone else? Yes, I see you. Let's just pray this prayer. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for paying for my sins. Say, forgive me and be Lord of my life. Help me to know you. Help me to encounter you. Say, the best way you know how, I'm going to live for you. Say, I now know I'm on a spiritual journey. I now know that perhaps God is going to do a miracle for me. Because I am saved and redeemed with a child of God. Come on, church. Let's take, make some noise. Get a hand clap. Give it up for our host today.